Okay, we're gonna go back to okay. Microsoft Edge. All right, so while you're doing that, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's uh, uh, Long. Yo, podcast. are you kidding me? Hey, buddy, welcome back to another episode for the Long Hour Podcast. While Blaine's just getting something set up, I'm Brandon, and of course, that's Blaine. Huh? Oh, I just realized we have our little names down on the left hand corners of our, of our thing. Did you add that? Is that something new? I'm not sure if it's but I didn't do that. I think it does it automatically now that we're using banners and all that, too. Now that we're using what? Banners and all that. Oh. Like, yeah, but... Um, That's cool. So our Blaine's getting something situated real fast. Let me tell a little story real fast before we get into today's episode. So, probably around the beginning of the new year, I had an interview for a new job. I haven't hauled back from the company, so I'm assuming I didn't get it. But anyway, so right before I... Like, the day before I had my interview, uh, I went to go um, shave. Like, no, yeah, it was like a day or two uh, before the interview. I want to go get a haircut. And then uh, also, she and uh, my uh, barber, she ended up sa- shaving my beard, too. And then the next day, I had to record my other podcast with our friend Jonathan. And, like, right before we were about... He was on my house probably 30 minutes before we ended up recording. Like, right before we were recording, I looked at him and said, you know what? I'm surprised. He says, surprised with what? You have not mentioned anything about my haircut or the fact that I shaved. And, like, for people that know me really well, they know I shave maybe once every three years with my beard off. Mm-hmm. And, like, Blaine can say, that's not an exaggeration. Probably, like, two or three years, I actually I ended up going clean face and then redoing it. Not very often. Yeah, mostly because I'm just lazy. But anyway, he stood on me for a good minute, and he's like, "That's what it was. I've been trying to figure out what it has been, what was different about you for the past thirty minutes." So he knew something was off. Something felt off to him. He could not figure out what it was until I pointed it out. Then he was like, "Who are you? What have you done with Brandon?" Blah blah blah. Because again, not something I typically do. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you. Yeah, Brennan. Well, they they know what you look like then, because the last one, you didn't have, you did have the beard. Yeah, this is the first time. Well, technically the second time since I sent a video yesterday with my face to our group chat, and you saw uh, it. Yeah. So, and look at me. Look at this. Yeah. I don't grow a full we beard. We kind like of switched roles a little bit. <laughs> we switched. Yeah, we switched roles a little bit. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to tell. I don't want to. I thought that would be a little funny story to tell while you were getting your stuff ready. It looks like you're ready now. Yeah, I think I made it. Oh man, I should have got. Oh, I have the dock here. Uh, I was thinking like how I should have had my phone because I I'll use my phone to have the dock up. Can you hear yeah. that click? Belly. Like if you didn't say anything, I probably would not have noticed it. But now that you said something about it, I focus on listening to it. So mm-hmm. I hold it. Well, I was curious. Wait, guys. Oh, continue. Wait. You should wait. Wait, guys. Well, I, I said, well, you guys. Oh. Um, I was just pulling myself down to the bottom of the dock. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, so today's yeah, episode question. is. Okay. Go, 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 go. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd read that. How to save money in 2022. Well, I thought I'd cut you off, so I didn't want you to like. You know, I'm not trying to do that out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, how to anyway, make money in 2022? We're gonna go know. over like four little things the video said you should do to save money in the new year. Give our opinions about it. 
Let me pull that up real fast because I have it on right here and I didn't have it set up. See, that's what I was doing. Oh, wait. Now it is on my phone. Ugh, I put my phone in the charger, which is behind me. All right. The first thing they say to do is uh, if you're trying to save money through budgeting and but still carry a large debt burden, what you should do is start off the debt. Oh, yeah. Agreed, See, I'm remembering this stuff on it. I'm just going to leave my phone back there. You're going to guide this, Brandon. Yeah. Um, this one's really good because this is stuff that we've, we've, we've talked about this point, not in – we've talked about it in a like a lengthier segment versus in this super concise point here. And because uh, we talk about saving and paying off high interest debt, high interest debt, which we have talked about before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the importance of doing that. But – it says if you're trying to save, you're having difficulty, start with the debt because like we've talked about in the past, do the debt first because that's like not only are you saving, you're instantly like making money on that. And uh, because as you were paying down high interest debt because it's costing you to have the debt and uh, versus just having money in a savings account is losing money due to inflation, which we've mentioned before. So paying off the debt is like instantly paying you more money than it's worth because you it's not going to cost you as much money i just want to make one correction you said difficulty i didn't say that i said do budgeting no okay but like you know still same thing basically exact same thing still basically the same thing you said you know that's one of the big things you have to do is whenever you try to save money is like try to get rid of your debt as fast as possible without yeah. like you know screwing yourself over on your other bills because once you get that taken care of you have more availability with money and all that and that's boom like you know then you have oh i have x amount of uh each month left over for me you don't have to worry about you know the interest keep on stacking upon that and you know keep on making it go higher and higher and higher you know just like you Especially said with credit cards credit cards can be the the greatest evil and they can be a significant good but, I was going to say a double-edged sword, but basically same thing you said. I mean, it really is a double-edged sword. And, uh, but like literally to people, I mean, it can be the devil. And some people completely view it as the devil. And other people, it's like, I mean, not really like, I don't think it would go as far as like a savior. But like it's a tool. Just like anything else as a human, we've evolved to use. It's a tool if you're smart to use it in the right way. And so you be very careful with that high-interest credit card debt. And because uh, that stuff is like APR max is uh, 22.99 or 24.99. I think it's 22. Oh, I'm not 100% sure. And uh, max AP, APY, APR uh, for a year because of the government. They said, y'all can't screw them that hard, even though it's pretty hard. But uh, I think the max is 22.99, 23.99. That is insanely high. You you need to pay that off as, like, as quickly as you can. Leave a little bit of cash because you got to have yourself – in case something happens, you need to have the money for. But yeah. other than that, if you're like saving this money to be saving, it needs to be going towards that because that is costing you so much money to pay that off. You need to put the money towards that as quickly as you can to pay that off. Yeah. All right. So the second one that says is one of the best ways to save money is by vil- uh, visualizing what you are saving for and make that goal. Mm-hmm. I especially yeah. agree with the visualization thing because, see, I don't like to use my cards that often. I rather use cash first than cards because if I use my card, I always have the problem of it's like I'm not seeing the money leave leave me and going somewhere else. But if I use cash, 
I see the money leave, so I'm always like, you know, more hesitant to spend something and all that because I'm literally seeing my money go away from me while using my card. I don't exactly put two and two together, you know, and th- and realize like, you know, how much I'm spending sometimes because I'm not physically seeing it. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and see, like something for me, like I'm a, a natural saver. I will spend money, as I've mentioned before. I'll spend money. It happens. I'll do it. And uh, But when it comes down to it, I'm just wired to be a saver because I work that hard for the money. I don't want to spend it that much. And uh, because I work so hard for it, it doesn't want – I don't want it to leave my hand as easy. And yeah. uh, But don't get me wrong. I still spend money. and But I'm I, – but I'm – wired to be a saver as in like even now i still i don't have a perfect savings plan i made a spreadsheet of everything all the expenses and average and uh, when i got here what i started with and what we have and then edited the numbers and then with the amount of money i make like the budget and the spreadsheet that we've talked about creating i i've done all that i have that and uh, and then how much money that should leave me in disposal income every month and then kind of and then what i'd like to save and things of that nature but I still don't – I don't follow a budget, but I've been saving money since I've gotten here, and I've been saving pretty well. And uh, I will end up sharing some news here soon that will make it not sound like I've saved any money at all, uh, but that, we're not going to do that. We're not going to share that today, but uh, but I have been – I've been doing good. I've been saving money since I've gotten here, and uh, I had a good year in terms of – now that I think about it, 2021 – if you don't use mint, there's an extra bonus tip in the middle of these since you're listening to all this. Mint, we mentioned it before. I've mentioned it. To track your finances. It'll track your savings account, your investments account, retirement accounts, uh, like Robinhood. I think you Wait, can use it or don't. It. I do use it. Oh, I thought you just said don't use mint. No, I, I use mint. Well, I'll have to listen to that. See how that sounds. I use mint. I recommend it. It can. I recommend mint. That sounds kind of funny. It, will tr- it can track all those accounts with money in it, and it puts it all into one deal. You can see how much you're spending in a month, all of it combined, how much your net worth is rising. You can look at it in like a weekend increment, a month, a year, since inception of you starting Mint, all that good stuff. And so you can track your finances. You can get a graph. You can watch how your net worth is growing and see how you're doing. Obviously, if it's going down, that's not – you know, you try not to do that. You know, you got to live. You got to do what you got to do, but your goal is to go up. And, uh, but solid, absolutely recommend using Manta Trek and keep an eye on your finances. At least you can be in the know. You don't have to be crazy about it. Just know. That's how I function pretty much. So it also says, like, the thing says, visualize what you're saving for. So, like, you know, I guess, like, you know, like maybe have a picture of what you're saving for or something that maybe reminds you of it. Like, you know, that maybe makes you think, oh, I got to, Say for this or whatever, you know? Yeah, well, the power of visualization, I think I said that right. Visualization sounds pretty strong. Sounds close. Uh, The power of it, oh, it's it's immense because, I mean, the mind is such a powerful tool and uh, it can use you or you can use it. Then you see it, so you think of it more often, too, in my opinion. Visualizing it makes things strong it makes things more powerful and uh like you know visualizing yourself like the way that you'd like to be living the goal that you're looking for like this goal here the more you visualize it the more it becomes a reality to yourself 
and the more that you become committed to doing it because you're you're creating the reality because you keep visualizing it. You're visualizing what it's going to be like when you get to that point, and it makes it where you feel it and you you'll see yourself getting there, and it, it makes it a lot stronger. And uh, which is funny enough, I was talking to my buddy Craig earlier this morning, and uh, and kind of we were talking about visualization not on purpose, but now that I think about it and look back, and uh, about how at some point in our lives we went from being, you know, someone who like cared a lot about what everybody else had to say. And then we made a shift towards just like, I don't give a shit what you have to say. I care about your opinion and not like too strong. Like I, I, I'd like to hear about it or whatever. I obviously would rather you have a good opinion about me, but you're not going to do anything that's going to change my life negatively because I'm not going to let you. And that's kind of like the conversation we had. And that started with visuals, like visualization of the uh, like, I don't care attitude, which sounds like I don't know, selfish, but it kind of is. And uh, but the I don't give a shit. I'm doing me. I that's how I'm going to run. Your opinion's not going to affect my life negatively or if I want it to or not. It's not going to affect me because I'm in control. And that's like visualization of the attitude and saying it to yourself because you you can't just say it once and it works. This is just like the same thing as a visualization of the goal that you want to have. You keep reminding yourself of what it is, and it starts to set in stone, and you're etching it into the stone. You're writing your page, and then finally it's one page of your book, and it's in there, and then now it's you. And so visualization is such a strong tool. If you, you use it, you got to keep using it, though. You can't just do it once. Okay. I want to, before we go on to the next thing, I kind of want to add on to that. I feel like for most people, be, like between middle school to like some point in college, you care a lot about what other people think about you. But at some point, I think this goes for almost everybody. You're like, why do I care what more majority of people care, care about how I look or like stuff like that? When I'm either, when you kind of like realize it's like A, I don't know them or B, I may not see them again. May only see them one time. Why should I care about what they think? And we only mm-hmm. tend to give a, we only, only tend to care about and highly respect maybe like three or four people's opinions on us. And maybe just let those influence us, us and all that. Yeah. This is only like, I think only like a certain amount of people that opinions I actually genuinely value and, if they say that's a bad idea or a good idea, that would really affect the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say everybody else, I'd be like, okay, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Maybe you change my mind, but most likely not. There's yeah. only like maybe a couple of people that like, you know, if I t- it's like, I'm like, hey, how do I look? They're like, oh, you look like crap. I'm like, I'll literally be starting to look at myself and be like, really? Or they're like, oh, you look good. I'll be like, all right, sweet. Only like probably like three or four people that actually have that effect. I'm going to say everybody uh-huh. else, I'm like, eh. Like, yeah, and that's okay. why I think, like, kind of like you guys realize, like, oh, we kind of went past that point where we care what everybody thinks about us. Especially whenever you're in high school, that's, like, a big thing. Yeah. And, uh, but honestly, and I think Craig is on the similar standpoint as I am, because it's it's to a certain point, but I think ours is stronger than the average individuals. At least the people that I'm nearby, uh, that is, there's, like, the, I don't give a shit. Um mindset i guess 
Like I, I do care a little bit. It, I, this is the, the mindset here. I care, but I don't care enough that you can, if you change your mind or your opinion is not what I thought it would be, it's not going to affect me because I'm not going to let it. And I'm going to be good. I'm going to have you know, be positive. I'm going to enjoy myself. If it ultimately doesn't align with your viewpoints and stuff, I, I guess I wish it did, but I'm going to do me. Um, you know, it's like, I, but I still care about people. You know, I care about Victoria, my girlfriend and everything. I value her opinion. Um, you know, I support her. I want her to support me. Um, but this is, it's kind of a little bit, it's, I care much more about her, how she feels, obviously. But then this is everybody else, like outside that circle, really. And uh, that's like, like my parents, I care about their opinion and stuff like that. But I'm, it's my life. And you you figure this out when you're really young, that, that there's a, they're wanting to do certain things and they want what's best for you. Yeah, but it's in their vision. And their vision always isn't, their vision isn't always your vision. And, uh, and at some point you figure that out and some, some people don't. And they try to live in the vision of their parents and it's not what makes them happy. And it's a problem because nobody reached into that person and said, hey, it's okay if it's not the same vision. And, uh, and so like some people, they just don't end up getting that lesson and, or that knowledge to know that it's okay, that it may not be the same. It sounds yeah. like I've went completely against everything my parents have wanted for me. And that's not true. Not even close. I'm probably like, I'm doing exactly what my parents probably would have hoped I would have done besides living in an apartment and wanting a house. Uh, but the market said a little bit otherwise, I can still afford it right now if I really wanted to, but God, I don't want to spend, I don't want to buy a $370,000 house. Yeah. Um, but I mean, other than that, and obviously having a motorcycle, I think my dad's happy. He wouldn't, he's never said it, but I, by his demeanor, because you know, if you're around your father your whole life, you get to know them. Uh, I think he's happy that I'm happy to do what, I, what I'm happy to do, and uh, he wants me just to enjoy. And so, obviously, be safe, but uh, but yeah, my mom definitely hates it, hates it, absolutely hates it. So, makes me a little bit of less of that model child. Uh, because of the motorcycle, but other than that, I think she, uh, you know, she hates it, but she's good with everything else. But I, well, that's a completely different reason, though, why she hates it. Yeah, she just hates it. <laughs> All right. So number three is honestly, I think this one, after like you know the little sign tension we have, number three, yeah. I think it's a little. I think this is just being a penny pincher. Like I don't mm -hmm. know if you ever seen the videos, but it's a guy that literally does some really stupid and crazy stuff to save every penny he has to like, it is super weird and super crazy and like way, way, um, what's the one I'm looking for? It's excessive. Like, kind of like way, way out though. Excessive. Yeah. Kind of like that. It's, it's hyper excessive. Yeah. It will make you seem like, uh, you splurge a lot. Yeah, like that's the kind. Of, I don't know if you've ever seen his videos. If I find it, I will send it to you. But it makes you seem. It makes it the way you save money, Blaine. Makes it seem like how can I like I spend money? Because mm -hmm. compared to you and me, I spend more money than you probably. So kind of I make would... it. Seem, I don't know. It kind of make you the way you save money and all that. It makes it seem like a completely normal, and then like you know. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to do that level. It's like the way you save money, the way he saves money. Like you're all, you're like a zero on his scale, probably. Oh God. Well, yeah. I haven't. I 
feel like I have an idea who this is. I'm not really sure, but because of how you're explaining it, I know exactly what's going to happen. Like one of the things he said is uh, the way he saves some money is by taking a shower and washing his clothes at the same time in the shower and all that. Hmm. And like, uh, okay. I I figured you would just take a shower and then save the water in the bottom and then hand wash all the clothes in the water. No, but he also uses his, I think, either soap or the or the cho- either his shampoo or or maybe soap to wash the clothes and like clean himself while he's taking the shower and stuff like that. Like it is super weird. But Sounds it really is difficult. lowering the thermostat <laughs> on your water heater by ten degrees Fahrenheit can save you between five three to five percent of your energy cost. Let me say something. I will say this. Um, I get the point how it seems excessive, but listen to the Here's the thing. 10 degrees is not super noticeable. I but, mean, based on where it is on the range, it is if yours already hot water is not that hot. But if you have the water temp that can come out already, like it can come out and pretty much burn you like super close to like, ow, it's that hot because you weren't expecting it. If you lower it at 10 degrees, oh, yeah, because you never turn it that hot anyways because the hot water heater constantly keeps hot water. So yeah, but here's you the thing, though. Just turning it down. It's only three to five percent that that would save you on your energy costs. How much is that a year, really? I don't know. I mean, it depends, on, like the family and the water usage. I mean, on your energy cost. Yeah, because you you spend the energy, not the water. It's the energy to heat the water. Um, I don't feel like that would be that much. Is like to do that small thing. Yeah, because here, like what we spend, like on electricity. I think it's just electricity. It's not the water. Uh, like five bucks a week, four to five. Yeah. So like, I get a would... tracker. It emails me every week. Like, what's your usage like? And it's four to five dollars a week because we work and I work more than she works. And so I, I'm not here to spend the electricity. Then she's here hanging out for a little bit. We don't even use the AC since we've been here. We haven't even barely used the AC. We still do it night if it's not. Okay, so let's close, say but... you spend twenty dollars. A month on energy. We're we're an outlier, I think, in terms of exceptionally low power usage, honestly. But do you know how much your household uses? Honestly, with everything, just the electricity, not the water. Electricity, twenty to thirty dollars a month, I think. Because I have, it's like five, ten. If there's four weeks, it's twenty bucks. Um, and then there's the other fees that are added on, which are like literally half the cost of our total monthly electricity, which kind of sucks. But, um, so it's about the same. You're only a single household. You got a lot more things plugged in, uh, I would assume cause the house is bigger, but yeah, but, uh, so I, we're both in the same thing. So 20 bucks a month and that doesn't count the extra fees cause that's not a percentage of electricity use. And that's like, and then that's literally $140. So that's, <laughs> But it's like it's like only three to five percent you're saving on each bill. I'm like, I don't think just doing that is worth it because like you probably were saving maybe 10, 20 pennies a month. Yeah. Because like I mean, if your water is scalding hot, you're not gonna notice because if yeah. it's scalding hot, you never turn it that hot. And uh so I mean if that's the case. Now, but here's the thing, if you have a big family, that savings is a lot different. Because if you have, you know, you got a mom, you got a dad. Or two parent household. How about that? And then, uh, and then you've got let's say three kids. That's five individuals that live in a household. But they're all using the water. Let's assume they're taking all shower a day type of thing. So it's just 
just you, that's 20 bucks. Just me and Victoria, well, that's, I mean, still around 20 bucks. Imagine that's like 80 bucks because there's kids and stuff. 80 bucks to like time, that's 960 bucks a year. Now, three to five percent is a little more attractive. And because uh, that's 30 to 50 bucks a year, right? Off a thousand. I mean, but 30 to 50 bucks a year, like you save off a year, is that really worth it? I mean, I guess maybe you can make an argument, but that's like, I don't know, like, short run, if it's if it saved you like 50%, I would say do it. But like, three to 5%, I think that's just like so low. I don't think it's worth it. Well, like, here's what I would for. say when I, when I evaluate if something is quote unquote worth it to an extent. I assume like what the value of my time and how much t- of my time it takes to do to turn down your hot water heater, 10 degrees. It takes, it'll take literally like a few minutes. There's a knob on there and um, turning it down. And then you never have to adjust it again. It, that means like the time you spend, it's for the savings is forever geared after that few minutes that you used. And so the, I think the time is worth it. I don't, but the thing is, if your if your water heater is already turned down, like to where your water doesn't get very hot at all, it's not very attractive because you don't want your hot water to not be hot. Yeah. But if you're on the side of the scale where the hot water is really hot, it's so hot you don't turn it all the way up because it burns. Well, then you can give the ten degrees because you don't use that extra degrees because it's so hot anyways. I think it's a smart decision then. But if it's barely hot enough for you as is, you're not going to like that ten degree difference. Yeah. All right, so the last, this last one I 100% agree with. Number four is if you're buying lunch at work, or buying your lunch at work costs $7, but bringing lunch from home costs only $2, then over the course of a year, you can save, create an emergency fund of $1,250. Yeah. I 100% agree with this, especially because like buying your lunch or door dashing, that can add up like, you know, like, Let's just say you somehow DoorDash everything for $7. And, like, you know, you do that five times a day. Oh, no, no not five times a day. Five times five times a week. Monday through Friday. At your, five times. At your, at your job. That is about $35 a month. 35 times four, that's going to be... 140 Yeah, $140. I, I, was like, I was, like, thinking for things like, wait, is that right? That's like, yeah, four, that's right. four weeks, $140 a month. Yeah. Like instead of like maybe spending two dollars a day, then spend instead of like maybe spending twenty dollars to go make the stuff and then just making your lunch every single day, and like all of that ends up costing you two dollars. Yeah, five times two is ten, ten times four is forty. Forty versus seventy, right? Yeah, that's in a month. That's thirty bucks. That means in a year, that's well, the difference. Well, hold on a minute. Because he said bring your lunch. We said thirty bucks. That's only thirty bucks in a year difference. So if you save thirty bucks, ten months is only three hundred bucks, right? And then, uh, well, because then twelve only months you, is. I said it only costs you two dollars to make your lunch and bring it to walk. Yeah. Where's so that's it? like, so like two dollars. That's ten dollars. Uh, ten dollars a month. I mean, ten dollars a week. You yeah, no, that's what lunch. I'm saying. Which is forty. We didn't try to math check this beforehand, but now I'm saying, how did he get to 1250 You know what I mean? He said in a year, an emergency fund, right? And Because uh, we just came to the math, unless we messed something up. Well, um, those 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. Well, still, 330 bucks is a lot different than 
You know what I mean? Like, because uh, like the yeah. math. I don't know if you want to break into this. You want to break out because you're doing seven times five, which is thirty five dollars a week. Then times that by fifty two. Or is, or is it or is it is it three fifty two or forty two? What? No, it's there's fifty two weeks in a year, not three hundred fifty two. You're looking, you're getting towards days, three sixty five. Yeah, I couldn't help but for this math, I was like, how do you maybe get... maybe the subtracting the how much it costs for you to make your lunch every single day, and that's how they end up getting to the number. Well, we said, what the hell? But anyway, you know. <laughs> I guess we should just keep. We should just go by this. I don't know how the and, math adds up, but I'm just like. But anyway, like you know, saying, you're gonna save. This is a great way to save money. Not, not to forget, like, to mention here. You got to mention that you're gonna be significantly healthier, most likely, unless you just pack a really unhealthy lunch. Um, that instead of because you're gonna eat fast food a lot. It's so easy. It's convenient. That's why yeah. you get it. Uh, you're gonna be so much healthier and save money. Because you're bringing your own lunch. I mean, we all know it's a no-brainer, but we don't bother to do it. If we would just do it, you're going to help yourself in more ways. Help yourself in more ways than one. Yeah, exactly. In the end, you know, that's just a... Honestly, trust me, as somebody that used to go out and take food and DoorDash, I was spending a lot of money on on lunch a week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got to cut this back. I just got to, like, probably make my lunch, which is, like, probably spend, like, 20 bucks a week to make. For like a whole like five days plus some extra whenever I got home. Yeah, it's worth it. Make extra. It makes it easier to have you know more food to eat. Yeah. Meal prep. We're not talking about that though. But there you go. Yeah, anyway, honestly, I think majority of them uh, of these is like an excellent way to save save. And the thing I probably resonated with the most with is um the visualize visualization because that's how I tend to work whenever it comes to money a lot. Because yeah. I'm more like, you know, I see it leave me, and I'm like, no, come back. It's gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Visualization is a strong tool. You can, it'll help you get to where you want to go. And so use it. Yep. All right, Blaine, uh, can you let us know, can you let them know where they can find us on Instagram? Of course. So you can check us out on Instagram at For the Long Haul Podcast. Or if you want to shoot us an email, you know, sponsorship information or anything like that, if that's your preferred method of communication, that's fine too. F-T-L-H podcast at gmail.com. Looks like for long haul. F-T-L-H podcast at gmail.com. Now it's easier to see because it's on the screen. And so doesn't have to sound confusing because I'm sure sometimes like saying F-T-L-H is like, what was that? Yeah. And uh, so we got it. Alrighty guys, until then, until the next episode, you guys have a good one. Stay frosty.